Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. Yes, the Bachelorette's over. But that just means we get to now talk about Bachelor in Paradise. That's right. And here again, that voice you hear uh, is very familiar, and that is former Bachelor in Paradise contestant? I don't know what you... In my past life. Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, cast member, resident cast member, Matt Munson, who was on Rachel's season of The Bachelorette and then Bachelor in Paradise briefly. Yeah, but a short time. You give a very unique perspective to all this stuff that we've been seeing over these first four hours because there's a lot going on, but really it all is like. Two days, basically. Yeah. But it took four hours for them to show it to us. I know. They just really want to hit you over the head with these <clears throat> three or four essential storylines, basically. And I guess my perspective would be to try and convey to the listener what is sort of propped up in terms of drama, what is magnified, what is sort of exaggerated. And, uh, you know, what is actually uh, a bigger deal than it seems. And I think in this case, I don't think, I mean, what you're seeing so far is as convoluted in terms of like what's happened before the everybody got there. I mean, a lot of it is they're, you know, referencing seasons in the past. My experience was always that, like, things are just, you know, that it wasn't like within a big universe of, like, right. The Bachelor. And everything is so interconnected now, and everything is so almost, uh, you know, what do I want to say? Uh, well, it's all living in the same universe, and what happens is now you have so much more bleeding in from one well, season to saying, the other yeah. and this overlap that we just can't avoid because whether it's them talking about texting and DMing and well who did you talk to before coming to this season who did you talk to before coming to this season this idea that everyone has a person in mind that forget about they want to meet but they've talked to who they knew was coming yeah, to the show yeah. like See, I didn't get involved in any of that, so I just went in blindly, and I think I was a rarity. I think most people, you know, reached out to somebody, and if that somebody didn't give them anything back, then they would just go to somebody. I mean, you're trying to find a lifeline, basically, 
Because you want to hang around this place for a while. Sure. At least most people would. You would, right? Yeah, if, if I had to take a month off from work and go to Mexico, the last thing... Well, first, you want to stay in Mexico. Yeah. But second, do you want to then crawl back to work and be like, yeah, those three weeks I needed off, never mind. I only needed the one. It. I'm all set. Yeah, that's a little deflating when you're supposed to, you know, trying to be like, yeah, I've got to leave because i got to go to this national television show. You know, you, sort may, of like getting, you getting, may have heard of it, Bachelor in Paradise. It's sort of like, uh, you know, not making it through night one in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unless you, you're grocery store Joe, then oh, that, of course. that works out but well that's, for you. That obviously that's is one the exception. Million, basically. Yeah, you make this big deal, go through all these rounds, I'm going on the show, and then I'm back home. Yeah. That was great. Cool. Yeah. Fly and then you're hoping that out. it was such a short time that people forget that you even left in the first place. Really, though, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. You, you know, it, you want it to just be a blip on people's radar at that point, you know. But, uh, man, yeah, it's just, I'm looking for the word here. You know, when family members get together, um, what, what am I looking for here? Family dinner? No, 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 no. I'm talking like... When you're a when you're a distant relative and you didn't even know it and you hook up, oh gee, oh it's incestuous. That's exactly this what is we're very incestuous. I couldn't put my finger on. I wasn't even close actually, so I'm glad you helped me out. <laughs> but this whole thing at this point is like seems very incestuous. Totally. And everybody is interconnected. Um, you know, chances are somebody is friends with somebody who used to go out with so and so. It's just kind of like. There's no, I think what happens is like, you know, everybody has a similar experience. They go through, go through the first show, obviously. I mean, it's the whole premise of Paradise. They go through The Bachelorette, The Bachelor, and somehow that is that one, I mean, instantly you can talk to each other about a one-of-a-kind experience that the other person has been through and that, you know, you can obviously relate to because you've been through it too. But, man... I haven't. I never really, really got involved with anybody in Bachelor Nation, so I can't really speak to it. But after watching these past few nights, I'm kind of relieved. I feel like I made a lot of good decisions because it just seems like it's ridiculous, and you can't even keep track of what's going on. Well, and that's where we need to start because this whole Blake versus Christina versus Kaylin, this was ninety percent of the. This this felt yeah. like Luke P again. It was. This whole episode, but really could boil it down to well, it was Luke and then a little of other stuff. This was Blake yeah. and a little bit of other stuff. So and let's I, just tackle the big elephant in the room right off the bat, absolutely. which is Blake. And let's, let's just mention that we can finally take a full week off from Luke. <laughs> yes, pretty exactly. Much. That'll be the last time I mention him, I promise. We don't have time for Luke anymore. I know. I'll put it in the swear <laughs> jar. I'm sorry I mentioned Luke. That won't happen again. We're moving on. But Blake, oh my God. So the basic gist of this is. He was seeing Christina, and to what extent, I guess, would depend on which person you ask. But they were seeing each other. Uh They go to, and then maybe sort of break up, but then rekindle or talk at Stagecoach, which is a big music festival. It's a country music festival. Scene of the crime seems like it was Stagecoach. Stagecoach, which apparently is like a sex festival, but whatever. So it's basically like the country Coachella is sort of how I like like to call it. And Everybody just gets drunk and yeah, and so he, uh, Blake, that is, has sex with Christina, and they had a previous relationship. Plus the you know again the bachelor connection, mm-hmm. very incestuous. Fine. Then at stagecoach the next night, 
ends up having sex with Kaylin. These are the general facts that no one disputes. Right. Has sex with Christina, next day has sex with Kaylin. Yeah. That part, everyone agrees on. Yeah, nobody's denying anything. The details around the rest of it <clears throat> is where it sort of... Gets to be a big gray area. Totally, because yeah. Blake seemingly thought, okay, not the best situation, but... It's beyond. It's past. Yeah, me. yeah. I, I'm over. I'm done with it. We're, we've moved on. Yeah. Even though when both of them arrived, he sort of freaked out. Yeah. And Kaylin is telling everyone, "Oh, he's making me keep this secret that we were together, and he said I was a mistake, mm -hmm. and sort of putting all of it on Blake. Yeah. And it was gang up on Blake. And even though she said she had to keep the secret, she was seemingly telling more and more people as the night told everybody. The night went on. Yeah. And and by the end of whenever their whole situation was, seemingly everybody knew. But while this is going on in on television, Blake apparently, you know, not able to take, you know, all this pressure that's been put on him or whatever, now releases these text messages between alleged text messages between him and Kaylin, and she, to this point, hasn't disputed them. So I'm going to assume they're real. Why, there's some... Is there a party out there who thinks, or a group of people who think that those could have been generated somehow? There I are, hadn't heard that yet. There are some cons <laughs> you know, bachelor conspiracy theorists out there who believe that they might be edited uh -huh. or not in their full. Like, uh -huh. they're not complete. I just, I want to say alleged because I... I'm not looking no, at. I wasn't there. True. So let's just say alleged, but it, they look legit. It seems legit. And in these text messages, which uh, you he puts puts up on his Instagram story, Blake, that is, and then deletes them. Unbelievable. While he's crying on his Instagram story, saying, oh, "I hope she can, she he's, can trust he me." He cry man. a lot, and Becca sees because yes. he seems like a bit well, of a crier. Not a, he cried a little, and then a ton at the end. After she dumped him, it was like snot and everything. Yeah, and there's been some snot in these past totally. couple nights. And all right? he's doing is crying now. But so he's crying on his Instagram stories, but then he goes back and deletes them. But don't uh, worry, crying in the show too. Crying on the show too. But yeah. don't worry, we've got the receipts. Yeah, uh, at Bachelor oh, Podcast. Um, I put them up on our right on our main page. You can read through the the pages of messages, which again, the, I'm not going to read them. But the general idea is, Kaylin is drunk and saying, "Okay, I want to come over," and Blake is the one saying, "Well, just a snuggle," and she said, "No, sex." Yeah, and yeah. just sex, no feelings. Telling then, herself that, you know, I mean, not not to cut you off, but like, it almost comes across, at least in my opinion, like she's telling herself it's going to be nothing more it seems like she was really had a thing for him and and she was throwing the sex out there like you know you can have this with no repercussions no strings attached there's no strings attached he kept saying well that's what everybody says yeah no feel free take yeah. me and then maybe you know she could use that to kind of hook him in a little bit in his defense but but then um, there's future text messages. Not that he's really defendable at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Nor do I and want that's to where I'm in this gray area too, because I'm, I certainly don't want to defend this guy. No. Because just watching this show, I wanted to throw something at the TV. But reading these text messages, then they're both sort of worried about, oh, who knows? We're not going to tell anybody. And clearly, someone they knew found out, and one of them told Cassie and Colton, and they're like, well, they wouldn't have told someone, but somebody told someone, and. He was worried about what Hannah would think if Hannah found out. And I'm assuming it's Hannah G because clearly he went 
to paradise with this idea of I uh, want to meet Hannah G. Okay, so then not to fast forward because I sometimes do that, I know, but that is why, I guess I'm learning this now, that is why he went at the end to Hannah. That was his fourth girl in paradise <laughs> in two nights. Four well, girls in two nights. And that's a whole separate issue with him because, and this is all part of the same thing, he gets a date card because, of course, I mean, these producers aren't brilliant for, like, nothing. You know, like, yeah, this right. is a great call. Like, yeah, he's the middle of this. Let's give him a date card. And everyone's assuming even then he's going to take Hannah. And it would make sense. Even Why digress? We didn't find out later Why until how much he was into, into Hannah and I'm here for you. If she was the only person you were there for and you would talk to her, why would you then go on a date with Tasha? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. What What are you thinking? Because then that opened the door for Dylan. Because up until that point, Dylan was even saying, oh, Blake's going to take her on a date and I'm going to lose my chance. And that's what should have happened. This kid yeah. just can't get out of his own way. And so let's say he's not at fault in the way Kaylin was making it seem like it for their thing. Fine. But he kept stepping in it just by his own actions here. Uh. First, by not just going and talking to each of them right off the bat when they got there. Like this idea of like basically running and hiding. Are you insinuating that producers might have pushed him in one direction? I mean, I don't know that they pushed him in a direction, but it, clearly they saw he was in, at the time, just a triangle. Right. But why not make it a square? Basically. Yeah, yeah, but with him wanting Hannah and then maybe Tasha, now we're at least a square, maybe a hexagon. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I'm I'm not good with shapes. So well, I, it kind of begs a question: like, do you know ahead of time who's going to show up? I I don't know that. Maybe he didn't know that. Like, he was going to be bombarded. Maybe he didn't know Christina was going to be there. Obviously, he knew. He knew a couple of the girls would show up, but like he looks every time somebody shows up, he looks completely shocked. <laughs> I think he might I just mean, be his, shocked at life in general. His facial expressions are like, God, you couldn't be any more caught out. You know what I mean? Like, is it was that that almost seemed like he was he was sort of adding on to that. I mean, there was like he was so shocked that these girls maybe that Christina came. Maybe Christina, because if I remember Christina a little bit, you know, she kept to herself she's not very outspoken and they didn't seem like they had a lot of communication leading up to it so maybe she kept it to herself that she was going to go to paradise which is fine which is fine so but that takes care of one so even if he didn't know that he was going to end up ultimately in a tri or in a triangle why go ahead and make it three different girls that you're attached to on one beach especially <laughs> if he clearly leading up to paradise was focused on hannah which not just the text messages tell us but then he late in the very end of the episode says you were the person i was most interested in you're the person i want to spend time with well then why when you get a date card do you, do you go with Ta and, and Tasha's great by the way this has nothing to do with Tasha. Tasha is she and she's she, cool yeah yeah cool and she looked amazing <laughs> yeah looked yeah different i can't quite put my finger on it yeah. i mean i maybe could but i won't <laughs> but she looked oh, okay because yeah. i was, I was yeah and there, are, there were a few people around the office but either way she yeah. looked great she's she's always been fun obviously she, she was amazing on colton season so maybe she just caught him off guard and he just couldn't take his eyes off her which you know? is fine or do you think that maybe somebody said oh you like her too well, we know who's coming in the back of our mind, so why don't we get you invite her on the date? We know that Christina's on her way, and we also know there's this little talk between, you know, or that you and so and so had a relationship. So 
Let's just see if we can make this a real cluster here. I just... I mean, when this producers, when they smell blood, they... I feel like they're just licking their lips. Right, and you could you totally know? see them saying, listen, Hannah's going to be here for a while. You're going to be here for a while. Yeah, You'll have yeah, a chance yeah, at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tasha is interested in you. You're interested in her. Yeah. Fine. But ultimately, he's the one, no matter what producer pushed him in what direction, he's the one yeah, that Yeah, no one's holding her. a gun to your head. That's what people need to... Exactly. I mean, asks you can about... pick whoever you want yeah. for your date. And so if you would have just picked Hannah, now the rest of the stuff still would have been happening... And so he should have still gotten ahead of that a little bit, at least by just saying, oh, hey, Kaylin, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, Christina, how you doing? Instead of running and hiding like a oh child. Oh, God. Uh, it was kind of pathetic. Right. And speaking of chi uh, child, I don't know if you saw what your guy, Dean, tweeted out. Oh, which... man, that was rough. No, I did read I did read his tweets, actually, a couple hours ago. It was awesome. Awesome. And it, Dean, listen, Dean is a smart dude. And for anyone who thinks otherwise... I'm here to tell you, Dean's a really sharp kid and sharp guy. And uh, now, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really talked to Dean lately, so I don't know if maybe he and uh, who's he rumored to be? Well, he's another one who might have multiple ladies. Yeah, yeah, but I think currently he's attached to that. I don't know. Oh, you don't know because you no. don't look into that. Okay, exactly. But I think if you, if I think if you were to follow up on that you would see why he gets so defensive. Because I think he and she are together now, ah, to some okay. extent. So what I would say, though, is not many people, from what I saw following along, were really going after Blake quite as hard as they were on the show. Like they were uh, On the show, clearly, he was public enemy number one. But it it seemed like most of the, the stuff I saw on social from Bachelor Nation... Was, was mostly supportive. Mostly supportive about text specifically, like, you know what? Tell your truth, tell your story, yeah. all this. But and I'm not. And I've, this is the only thing I'll read verbatim all episode. But it, this is, jumped out in Dean's tweet, which said a quote public figure sharing private text messages in an attempt to salvage whatever is left of their fragile ego, mm -hmm. calling it childish would be disrespectful to children, to children. everywhere. Damn, that's rough. That's rough. But not wrong. No, that's pretty much that, perfectly said. But that leads to the second part of this, where when Jed's girlfriend shared the text messages, everyone was like, that's right, girl. Like, totally. Right. Burn him. He deserves it. Blake does it. And the public, generally speaking, and not the Bachelor public, but people like me, just the fans watching... Are kind of like, ooh, should you really be sharing you do that? Yeah. these public text, these private text messages publicly? Even though, when you look at it, he was backed into a corner, and he saw this as very clearly saying, "See, I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the right here. I was wronged." It's a very interesting contradiction. Totally. Yeah. Because we saw it three weeks ago, the reverse, and everyone was cheering it. You think it's like a guy-girl thing? I, the guy. I gets... don't know the answer to that. And I don't, Support I mean... Support and the girl gets... Now, she wasn't a public figure. Two thumbs up. And, you know, she was really just struggling privately because before she went to People Magazine, none of us knew she existed. Yeah, well, I think the... If I were to break it down, I would say that most people thought that uh, Jed's ex got burned. So she was the victim. I don't think anybody... 
again, four girls in two nights. I don't think anybody feels like Blake is the victim here. So I think, you know, the initial thought from people is like, take the high road because you're the one, regardless of how it went down, most of this damage has been caused by your bad judgment. So you don't get to sit here and try to, like, defend yourself, basically. Because one way or another, you're the one who, the F-boy. Certainly don't want to paint him out to be a victim. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like... I do wonder just where this goes with him because I'm, I don't want to stand here and defend him. Like I said, he's not a victim. But at the same time, Kalen's story doesn't totally add up. I just get lost trying to think, like, even even uh, Christina's remarks, it's now like she's defending Blake, which kind of confused me because I feel like she's she's been burned by Blake, too, obviously. I mean, there's no... Totally. Yeah, there's no um, question mark there. So I, I guess I guess you, you're starting to see, in, like, within Bachelor Nation, basically some sides developing, and there's, like, a line in the sand. And I can't really understand. I saw a lot of the guys from Blake's season kind of come out in his defense. I don't think anybody really, though, from what I've I've read, really thinks that it was a good move to to share private text messages. That I don't think anybody really. I mean, there were a few of those absolutely who, said, who didn't defend it, but sort of comforted him. Like, you do what you got to do. I. You know, you asked me about this. And they said no. I, I said, said don't you know, do it. This you know? isn't a great idea, but you have to live your life and make your decisions. And- because I think more people have respect for somebody who just takes the high road and, and you know, takes their medicine. And that's what he could have done. So, And they will have the chance to tell their story on the, the after show. Exactly. So he could have sat on it and said, without even showing the text, waited. And at the end, when people are ready, like, knives out, yeah. say... I have text messages from Kaylin that very much paint a different picture. But you know what? Uh, she she knows what the truth is, and right. if she still wants to come out here and and attack me, that's it is what it is. I think that would have been the way of going the high road and still getting the word out there, just not in real time like he ended yeah, up doing. Yeah, I mean, is is uh, I just there's something to be said for trying to be reserved, you know, remaining private and. I think he could have saved face a little bit, but now it just seems like, you know, he has no self control at all. He can't handle, uh, you know, and he, he can't handle all this. But he was the one really. I mean, if if you take him out of the equation, none of this stuff would happen. He's the common denominator in, in all these, you know, hookups. So, you know, either way, if you didn't want to bring all this on yourself, then you know, like you said, he should have came there and he probably could have put that all in his past if he went for Hannah. I mean, that would have been, I, I like your point the best. I think that would have been the best way to move on. And then it would have minimized and put everything else and all the mistakes that he'd made kind of in his rear view. And then he could have just focused on a future with Hannah. Um, and now it just seems like he's frantically breaking down. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he came across like a good guy in his season, so he's had a he's he's had a good edit, and maybe he deserved it. Maybe you know uh, he did all the right things, so so there was there wasn't going to be no such thing as a bad edit. But finally, you know that like 
other side of you comes to the surface, and that's what people are seeing now. And obviously, it's very regrettable for him. And but one way or another, it happened. I mean, I like some of the moments with him talking about, oh, when my family sees this, it's going to be a nightmare, and and you know, this isn't going to be good, and this is going to destroy me, and you know. So you're so you by you saying that in your interviews and stuff, it's telling all of us that I mean, I, and I don't think he's running away from it. He knows he's wrong. He knows that he's made his bed here. But um, and as Christina said, "Well, I hope you change the sheets." Oh my God, that one was of the, the best. One of the that best lines of all time. Classic. Good job, Christina. Classic. But you know, uh, I think he, I think he's just seeing you know the story of a guy who lived his the year of his life after his you know overnight fame. Just having a great time and, you know, thinking he could get away with stuff and, you know, he could take people for granted and take advantage of people and that it would never come back to bite him. And we're seeing it come back to bite him. And here's the thing where we get back to the incestuous nature of this show. Mm -hmm. So everybody likes Blake coming off of The Bachelorette. Blake's, liked Blake, yeah. Like, but yeah. At, the mo- like, at that moment, likes him. All right. Pro Blake. Everything's going great. Why, knowing you were planning on going to paradise and going through this again, why would, would you, you decide you're going to hook up with two girls, fine, or three girls or five? I don't care. Hook up with a different girl every night. Yeah, right. Why are you doing it with girls from the Bachelor? Universe. Ignorance. When you Ignorance know you're going to go to paradise. Yeah, that's why it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been this like, oh my god, shocked moment when How he sees this. How could this happen? Chances are, most of the girls, unless you see them with in a brand new relationship, in you know March or April, chances are they're going to walk down that path on the beach and end up doing this show with you. And you're going to be in murky waters. So, you know, can you show some self self restraint for a few months while you're getting ready to go on the show? But just just bang quote <laughs> regular women. Why do you need to have someone who's from the Bachelor universe? Yeah. See, I mean, there is there is some sort of draw to that incestuous and draw is approach, the right word though because that's know? the other the other thing that was bothering me as I'm watching this show and. I, I tweeted it from Bachelor Podcast as I'm watching the show last night. Because Blake, even let's say everyone likes him and he's the nice guy, does he have a magic penis too? Like, because I don't get it. I don't understand this even before the dislike portion of where you saw, like, oh, he's kind of skeevy. Even coming off of Becca's season, like, what about him was is that good? Like, well, I don't know. I don't know. But all the girls that I were wish there Katie were like, was here because we could have a female opinion. But I mean, all the opinions that we've heard so far have been really high on this guy. I mean, everybody seems to think he's this, you know, dreamy, um, you know, every girl beautiful there, beautiful dude. Every that, girl like, there got it together. Blake. Every girl every wanted girl. to hang but, out. But I mean, with Blake. I wonder. I wonder. You know, he was very visible on his season. Obviously, he made it to the end. So. You know that, like, there were a couple others that are taken, right? I mean, Colton's taken. Um, who's the fourth guy? Or the third guy? From, from that season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason, was it? Uh, I thought it was Jason, right? Uh, Ended oh, up yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right, Jason. Right, right. So he's out. 
So I mean, your only your your lasting impression of that season is sort of the last six seven guys, right? And now you watch you watch this current season, and I don't know. I'm trying to think of his competition going in. Like how many other guys? I see I see um, Clay is on the beach now. People are loving Clay. He's this big just hunk of man. You know what he I mean? Is that. He's, a, he's a he's a big guy, and he he. So, he's very soft spoken. So I mean, I can see how you know, he could lure you in. Um, but even before the show. Like, but I'm just trying to see what the guys competition was, but they all seem to be all about Blake. But, what but maybe I'm that's because he was like forget stood about out on the, path, on the you know? beach. But yes, that's part of it. I don't understand how every girl there was like, "Oh, Blake, how does he get two different girls from like what makes Christina and Kaylin all of a sudden be like, "Oh, know. Blake." I don't know, that's true. With no real, like, Kaylin never, um, or Tasha. I mean, all of a sudden, he walks through the door, and she's all in on him, too. So, I don't know. I don't know. Beats me. He's got something going on. Like, on the show, it's hard enough to, like, understand. But then Kaylin and Christina obviously could have their choice of any fine gentleman out there because they're both very smart. They're both very they're both gorgeous yeah they seemingly you know depending on what's true and not from this situation both seemingly have their heads on straight like it's not as if they'd be struggling to find someone to date but they go to blake yeah i I just that was i just couldn't process i'm still as you can hear i can't process this what is about blake that like no i'm with a beer can down there i don't know what's happening (laughs) i'm with you i don't i don't see it either but like I'm trying to think of who else, um, you know, who would have been the real, you know, odds-on favorite to be the guy in Paradise. Right. Like, going in, I just, I don't really know if you had anybody that really jumped off the page. Certainly anyway. not other guys that are there right off nah, the bat. Absolutely. So I mean, you got to go for the, you know, the best available. And when you look at everybody, I mean, I thought, you know, I thought. JPJ was going to be a bigger deal than he, but he's kind of the funny guy. He's not like the the sexy, muscular dude. He's more of like the comedic relief. So I'm just thinking of like Clay. There's him. There's the guy from like six or seven seasons Chris. ago, Chris. He seems now. Christina is last we saw, sort of trying to maybe land uh, a rose from from Chris. Well, and that's a whole nother situation because Annalise. Is- who, if it wasn't for Blake, would be absolutely roasted right now. And most people, I mean, she got some of it, but most of it was overlooked because of the Blake stuff. You mean trying to bring down Clay like she was? Just everything. Everything, yeah. Saying, well, I'm not here to talk trash, and then going out of her way to do nothing but talk trash. trash, yeah. And I I found her obnoxious last year, too. Totally. So now here she is again, and up to the same crap, and... You know, it was nothing but tears with her last year. She was it, ready to be engaged after like an hour with, with someone. With like a few different guys, right? Just Yeah, it was all in. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's never anyone ever again. I really could see myself. Then that doesn't happen. She breaks down. Oh, my God. This is the end of everything. Whatever. And then an hour later, there's someone some else shows guy interest. Walks through the door. like, yeah. I could see us getting engaged. Crazy. Crazy. And, you know, Demi, who is happy to call people out, was... You know, when she heard, I think Annalise was expecting everyone to be like, yeah, you go, girl. And Demi wasn't having any of it. Like, why are you doing that right then and there? Like, 
Yeah. No. She's she's quick to call people out on like, the crap. How That's about cool. you don't do that? And Annalise was sort of taken back because I, I do think she was expecting people to side with her. Totally. Because she was sort of calling, you know, a, another guy out who Yeah, she was trying to do in her mind the right thing, but I think I think Clay handled it pretty yeah. well even though he was ambushed right before he's going yeah, out. Yeah, he misinformed. To a date. He kept saying that, you know. And he's like I get it that you're friends cuz he he even recognized it right away when she tried to say it's like, "Yeah, I know." Like and I get why you might not want to come and chat with me cuz right, I right. broke up with your friend or or we broke up whatever. But yeah, you don't have all the facts. No, right. You know, we've been so broken up. Mind your own business. Just because you decide that I'm not ready to be here yet. Well, that's where that you're right. That's where it did get into another gray area because who's who's to say that your opinion matters on whether or not I'm ready to find someone new. I mean, I don't see how Annalise has any right to say that. You know, Clay is or isn't ready to to start a new relationship. It just you could you could have your version of how it went down between the two of them when they were breaking up. Totally, but you you don't get to tell him if he's in a good place to start fresh. Yeah, that's not fair. And especially since you're clearly not a neutral party. No, right, it was your right. friend that was wrong, which Clay acknowledged. Yeah, I understand she's your friend, and so we're not gonna chat. Yeah, we're and not going to be fine. friends, really. Yeah, we're not, and that's fine. This summer. <laughs> but you're going to tell me about what our relationship was like, or that now that it's over, that I'm not ready to be here, or that I shouldn't Who are be you? here. Who are you? Yeah, and just totally off her rocker. Yeah, you're and, friends with her. You're not friends with me. You're you have no clue of what's yeah. going on in my mind. And there are know? two sides to every story. So, like, yeah, I was talking with my girlfriend about kids and houses and you know stuff you talk about your girlfriend with and then we broke up so i'm going on dates now what is this idea that you couldn't get through your head but then it was and i shouldn't say awesome because i it sounds mean but it was awesome to see her trying to uh talk to bibiana who was upset that she you know there were no roses out there she didn't think he's like it's okay you know not everyone's so lucky to have a connection and basically trying again like last season trying to make out make it out like she has this huge relationship with Chris who she's again spent like 10 minutes with and as she's saying that Christina steals him away (laughs) she is sort of like the joke of paradise I mean I think that again her finding it so strange that like Clay and and his ex had been talking about marriage and houses and kids it sort of exposes her for Maybe you've just never really had a relationship because people steer clear of you and you haven't had a lot of guys. You know what I mean? That's what people do. And then you move on. You know what I mean? And it's difficult, but like that's life. But maybe, you know, it doesn't take a lot of guys too long to realize that maybe, you know, starting something up with you isn't the best idea. And as we've watched as viewers now four or five times, I think, with guys in, in paradise. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of if, her. Because we still haven't gotten a rose ceremony. So. If we get this first rose ceremony and Chris gives his rose to to Christina, yeah, I can't even imagine what a, what She's Annalise gotta be is going to do. Done, right? But well, because who else is going to? I don't know. Want to give her a rose? I mean, yeah. and if anything, I think I think Demi might escort her out because he's like, Grandma's not on her medicine. Here we right, go. Right, that was fun. Like, she is funny. Oh man, she's funny. And I, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, thank you. But you also know that I was not a fan of of Demi's. 
both on her season and then even last year playing the the spy. Yes, I just, that, that was my last. I didn't dig that. Impression. Of her. She's awesome in Paradise. Yeah. She is built for Paradise. And if things don't work out with whoever she ends up leaving with, whether it be Derek or someone else, bring her back every year because yeah. she's awesome. She this is like her right show. Yeah, I mean, I think you get an opportunity in Paradise to, you know, whereas if, you know, it hasn't worked out for you yet, now this is sort of your redemption story, right? And I think so she just fits in perfectly there. Well, I think her personality is so, it's just so much better for this show than Bachelor or Bachelorette, no matter what role she's playing. Because comedy, a lot of times, especially when it's her kind of comedy, and I can't even quite explain it, but that blunt, in-your-face yeah. comedy, falls flat a lot on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Because it's very dramatic. Exactly. And it's, Here it's very lighthearted. Yeah, and it's just totally perfect to be... for her, and I hope she sticks around all season. I just yeah. hope we have her right until the end. If, if everybody on the beach is... is enjoying her like you are which is which i'm sure they are they're gonna probably find a way to keep her around for comedic to. relief you I know mean, she's great somebody will give her a friend's rose or whatever you know <laughs> but she's fun so yeah and it'd be a good thing so even though we didn't get a rose ceremony there, there's sort of couples that you think oh well um again demi and derek like oh that seems to be working out and then it's oh dylan and hannah g because Dylan was like, oh, like we talked about, it's over. Blake's going to take Hannah. And then he, for his credit, stepped in and tried to sort of make it happen. And super awkward, but really both of them were. And it was sort of cute. Yeah. Seemed to be working. And now you see Will's trying to and sneak that was, in there. So, obviously, I know you're a big Will's fan, as am I, have been from the minute we saw him. Yeah. And it was so hard to watch when... Like, first he, he makes his move and it seems to work. And then she has to come back and say, yeah, I don't want you to waste your rose. Oof. Like, Oof. And then he starts crying. Yeah. Like, don't Cause do no, Because there's no, because I don't that. think he's tried with anybody he, else, right? He has, the guys have the roses. So, I mean, he can pick someone. Yeah, right, right. I guess you just sort of see who's left and be like, uh, I guess you. I don't know. True. Like, yeah, you gotta, I keep having to remember that. The guys have the roses, so but, they're all going to be safe for And that's week. the weirdest thing, because Blake doesn't have anyone, you know, maybe, and Wills doesn't have anyone, but they have the roses, yeah. so they have power. But, I mean, Wills, at this point, like he was all in on Hannah, and she, she just like, it's like, you can actually freeze frame where his heart breaks, yeah. and... I just felt so bad Feel for bad him. for the guy, yeah. I know. Yeah. And this is two years in a row now. He didn't make it past the rose ceremony last year, right? I don't think so. And maybe yeah, that's why they gave remember, it to the guys. So, like, we got to keep Wills around. Like, yeah, everybody yeah, likes yeah, Wills. Yeah, yeah. How can we get rid of him? True. And so, the, but, so you think, okay, she turns down Wills to go back to Dylan. So clearly that's fine. Mm-hmm. Then somehow Blake decides he's going to have another girl. And does this whole thing with candles and brings Hannah over. And I'm thinking she's going to do the same thing that she did with Wills and say, oh, thanks, but no thanks. But she's a little more into it. Even with everything she's heard about him. She, Again, so we'll get, well, we can't put our finger on it, but I there's know. something there's oh something God. drawing people in with Blake. It makes no sense. So she kisses him, and then he's even still sort of unsure after the kiss. Like, oh, are you? But she did say, well, it's only week one. But man, I mean, again, when I started 
when we uh, kick things off today, I thought that my insider's perspective might be helpful in trying to figure out what the producers and the creators of the show are trying to make a bigger deal out of than really there is for, for certain storylines. But no way that I don't think you could drum this up. I mean, it's as bad as it looks. Um, and it's just getting worse, really, by the day. And, you know, you'd like to say, well, he walked into a buzzsaw, but nah, because why, you know, you knew you were going to come on the show, like we said, so why wouldn't you just try to keep your nose clean for a couple months? So, I mean, he gave them just a huge window of opportunity to, you know, kind of tear down his reputation. If he thought his reputation was so wonderful before, which it sounds like everybody did love him before this whole thing started. I mean, I'm sure if you're him, you probably wish that you'd never even went to Mexico and maybe just left well enough alone after Becca because, you know, I don't I don't see how this gets cleaned up for him. I don't yeah. see how, how do you bounce he back gets back this? on the right side of it, you know? I don't know. And, and last night sure didn't help. I don't care one way or another. No. I mean, you know, you can argue whether or not showing the text messages was, was a good idea, but one way or another, it didn't do him any favors. It didn't, you know, it, it just, even if, even if, you know, people can read in these texts that maybe at the time you weren't in the wrong, you still just seem like a douche because you could have just kept those in your phone and, and like you said, waited till, uh, Waited to the after show and then tried to clean things up then. But now you just look like somebody who, you know, like like Dean said, just tried to save his um his ego already his already fragile ego. Yeah. Um but I mean you're just watching the kid basically in this downward spiral. And because you know? they have the roses, the guys He's going to be around. Yeah, he's going to so be around. So he's not going away, at least initially. But where, you know, you've been there, Matt. Mm-hmm. Where does Blake go from here? I don't know. I don't know. Being on the beach, where Again, does he go? He should have, he if he wanted to avoid this, which, not to digress, but if he wanted to avoid it, he should have just went for Hannah right off the bat. Now, but, he, but he didn't. We're here. We're now here. We're so here. now we're here. What does he do on the beach? What does he do from beach? here? I mean, I guess... It sounds like Tasha's out, right? Or Keisha's well, out, I'm sorry. Keisha's out. She said she was, but... I'm, I'm just saying, what, I'm trying to figure out what his options are. I mean, that's why, does he just go all in for Hannah? But Hannah. not he's not going to give her a rose this week, because that's going to, you would think, come from Dylan. But So then does he just give sort of a find out who's left and be like, Because Christina's moved on. Christina's moved on. Does, does he cut a rose She's deal? Out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that any of these women are going to want to reciprocate, even if they do. They could just lie to him, I guess. Say, yeah. oh, yeah, sure. And then just ignore him and give True. it, actually try to find someone. To, I don't know. Especially with new people coming in. Yeah, I mean, maybe somebody new walks down the path and knows I mean, nothing about what's already been going but yeah, on. If, if <laughs> Tasha's out, and uh, I mean, there's Katie. <laughs> there's Jane, who we haven't even talked about. You want to talk about off the reservation? He's go, try, seemingly going all in on Hannah G. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Demi. It's not going to be Nicole. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Onyeka. Where does he go? 
I have no idea. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, other than, like I said, just waiting to see who's left and saying, unless they make him pick first, which would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and just pick, you know, saying, yeah, I got you, a you deserve he'll... a chance at love or something, you know, some line that I'm mm. sure he'll come up with. Um, which we've seen before. People keep other people around just so they can do their thing. Um, yeah. It happens. True, true. As you yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's... There's a distinct possibility that may happen too. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he does that. Maybe he just offers up his rose and sort of becomes like the sacrificial lamb. And maybe he decides this is all too much and the damage be has been done. And maybe he takes off. I mean, that's a possibility. That would be interesting. I wouldn't rule that out actually. But I think at this point, you kind of got to try to move forward and see if you can make Hannah. Really believe that, you know, initially she was who you wanted. Before all this happened, and, you know, I needed to go through all this to find out, you know, the error of my ways, but, like, I want to move forward with you and I can try to be a, a better man or something. I'm sure there's some way he can spin it in his favor, but I think the other options are off the table. I mean, you would think. And yeah. the really the only other interesting thing, I don't know about you, but for me from these four hours was the little bit we got of, of John Paul Jones first with Onyeka who, who braided his hair. Don't know if it's a look he wants to stick with, but it was still funny to watch. It's an option for him. And his kissing, which turned into puking, right? Well, the yes, we'll get there. Okay. But the that kissing, which last. I mean, I guess you, especially if you want the rose, you have to say like, Oh, he's such a good kisser, but it looked like almost fish kissing. Like, it was he put like the whole round of his mouth, and I don't know what was happening. Almost like a CPR type thing, but it wasn't. Very confusing to me. I predicted that he was going to be a big deal in Paradise, and I think he is because, like I said, he's kind of the, you know, funny surfer dude. He definitely is. Everybody yeah. seemed to be talking about him, even if in short bursts. You know how he he was sort of like squirrel. You know, he's yeah. like. Talking one thing and then wait, oh, there's a camera there. Oh, yeah, I got to make sure I look okay for the camera. You it's know? all over the place. But then, so Anyeka, that thing's going on. And then Jane, who, like I said, a little bit out there. Yeah. Maybe a lot out there. So maybe they belong to you. Brings tacos and immediately makes him throw up. Yeah. Which, spicy, right? He didn't have a. It was I, too I spicy hope it was just spicy and she's not, you know, basically trying to kill oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he just starts. Heaving on the beach, and every time he'd say, "I'm okay, I'm so, okay." You think it was on purpose, or you think he really? I'm sure he. Play, <laughs> I'm sure he played it up a little. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's JPJ. Yeah. Or John Paul Jones. Sorry, John yeah, Paul Jones. Yeah. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. But it just this constant. I'm okay. Well, uh, even in the bloopers, actually, if you waited to the very end. Yes. He was in the bloopers too. And like, no, there ain't there ain't nothing right. He can say, I'm all right. But he's not all right. He ain't all right. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't know. Like, Was there, because it seemed to be the Blake show. I mean, was there Pretty anything the else? the Blake show. Um, you know, well, we could talk about coming attractions, you know, what we saw for the whole year. Uh, what I, I meant to say to you, or I think I did already mention to you, Mike is definitely there, definitely on a date. Yep. I mean, he's going to become a cast member on the show. Yeah, the two people they focused on were, were Jordan and, and Mike. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan, who had sort of been public enemy number one and then 
sort of got a little oh, bit of redemption right. Jordan, yeah, partially yeah, yeah. due to text messages coming oh, out or, or right. dms or yeah, one of them yeah. so he oddly enough has sort of had this experience again. Um, and then mike yeah who uh, we can who knows it where are we does, left now and then we heard it, about tyler um hooking up with the model right right after he was with hannah so but, but either way it makes him sound more available and single than taken so i almost think that like because if he's if he's moved on from hannah because he was hooking up with the Gigi hadid, hadid yeah. yeah i mean clearly he's single and ready to mingle so that would to me put him in the bachelor that's interesting conversation because i thought the exact opposite oh really i thought um so maybe i i mean trust me i think he'd be a good bachelor i'm he's, still on team mike and i hope it's mike but Sounds like he's out there having a good time, trying to is, figure it out for himself. But I so. almost thought, because he is dating very well-known people, whether it's The Bachelorette or a Hadid, which you know, in the world of pop culture doesn't get much bigger right now know, than either of those two. I think like Michael Strahan said it yesterday, he couldn't wrap his head around it. He's like, <laughs> how does this guy who's on a reality show end, end up dating a supermodel? He's like, that usually doesn't happen. It usually does not, but also most reality stars do not look like Tyler. True. Let's yeah, be fair. Yes, you're right. And I still am holding out hope that he will make it work with Hannah, but she was cool with it. I mean, she she was, you know, she said, hey, we're just casual. We, we hung out. It's not like there was anything serious. It was just like our fantasy suite. We yeah. were just talking, getting to know each other. I'm sure they had some stuff that they left on the table that they just wanted to clear up with one another. And, you know, that was, that was a few months ago, and they decided that they wanted to leave it in that time and place. Because when you know, he was pictured on the, the, the date, um, it was... Immediately, like everyone's trying to make it out, like, oh my God, he's screwing over Hannah, whatever. And God bless her. She was like, no, it's cool. No, it's all good. We're just, yeah, it's yeah. super casual. Like, yeah, I mean, no problem. that's the problem. I feel like, you know, the people that are super fans, they just automatically see two people in the same place, like any other, cele- you know, pseudo celeb, because I don't want to, <laughs> but like, you know, you just assume because you see two people at the same time in the same place that they're going to make a go of it. I mean, they have a lot of respect for one another. They hadn't seen each other in a while. They wanted to catch up, maybe see if the flame was still burning. Sure. But simple as that. Didn't mean that they were gonna, you know, get back on the altar and finish what they started. They just were checking in with one another. So it seems like he's moving on from that. Whether or not this thing with um, Gigi Hadid works out. But that's the thing. Are you going from dating Gigi to? I guess you're right. Going to and I. Well, no, I might not be. I well, mean, that's... But one date, even one date, doesn't mean anything, you know. Maybe uh... once you've been to the big leagues, oh, well, do you want to go? Do get, you want to go back to the minors? You know, you're in the show. You want to stay there? Maybe. So you would say maybe for him, he feels like he's sort of beyond the bachelor. I, do. I think that once you get to a certain point, whether it is again dating the the bachelorette, the star after the fact, and then even going higher and dating a supermodel who's worth. Yeah, so much it, money. It, with the slim possibility that the two of them end up together, I mean, But then yeah. he's in that dating pool is what I'm saying. Is oh, now, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, we talk about incestuous bachelor. So are so many of these celebrities. You know, True. they you see like, oh, wow, that person dated A, B, C, D, and they're all okay, and then they date. So now that he's been seen dating 
Gigi. Oh well, does that mean uh, you so know, it's going to go for Jane Doe? Basically, yeah. I just I think until they offer him a quarter million dollars for two months worth of work, being the lead, right? And that's the thing. And is he, seeing if he finds also, somebody that fits. That's for a him. great point. <laughs> this allows him to negotiate a much larger true salary than they would give to a normal bachelor. Yeah. So that is a amazing point. I think that's usually. The average, so you know he could go for the high end, and that's that. the thing. There is no set salary. It's no, it's they, negotiable. They, they obviously like to stay around a certain number, but yeah, maybe he's he has that argument. And says, oh, you know, I don't know. Me and Gigi might go out again next week. Hmm. Oh, half a million dollars. Yeah. Hmm. For like you said, a couple maybe months. Maybe I'll work. tell her to. You know, After all, it actually was kind of cash. It's cool. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're just friends. Yeah, exactly. uh, we could reconnect in three months. So that's yeah. that's a good point. I will say that, and I would like to see him there if Mike isn't the one because he's still my guy. Um, you don't know Mike could could end up with somebody off of this. which would be awesome as well. Yeah. So maybe it's you know the opportunity isn't there for him to to become the bachelor, and then you end up with Pilot Pete. Which I'd be also be okay with. I think there are Pete, Mike, and and maybe Tyler. I think those three are three solid choices. But if all of a sudden Tyler's not interested in anymore and Mike is with someone from this yeah. show, and then you're left with just Pete, and I don't want to say because I like Pete, but let's say Pete doesn't want to do it or can't do it or whatever – then we're back to square one. Well, yeah. where the hell do we go? I don't know. We got about a month to find out. And then maybe yeah. we, you know, because you don't want another Ari situation. Yeah. But there is always the celebrity route. They could find someone. True. Doesn't you know, seem obviously like... it didn't work out with Jesse Palmer, but you could go that route. Yeah. You know? Doesn't seem like they would prefer to do that, but I guess if push came to shove. Um, I don't know. That'll, that'll be the big question uh, for about a month from now. But in the meantime... <laughs> We've got paradise. We've got a lot of time to spend on the beach. And, and I don't know if next four hours are going to be all Blake, too, but... it's It kind of seems like it. Uh, Weren't the first um, few episodes all about Colton last year, and we kind of got inundated with... That's true, because they, we finally had to get over the Tia thing, and um, so I just hope we, we see a little bit more and or just figure out whether he's going to have this... They're going to try to get this redemption arc yeah. thing going, whether it's Hannah or one of the new girls that comes in. Because we know he's staying could, through the rose ceremony unless he sends himself home. Could he end up all alone, but with a complete change of heart, knowing that he needs to really take a hard look at himself and try to do better, and maybe his opportunity to do better is... As the bachelor, no, no, no sir. Hey, <laughs> you throw that out, all right, but you throw it in the trash. Okay, yeah. No, no thank you. Well, especially like hard you know, pass. Especially, I just don't see. I guess if you're in panic mode and you're, you know, you're hurting so bad that you think what might ease the pain is to trash somebody like that and. Again, even if you even if it's true and she was the one to blame, keep it to yourself. There'll be a time and place for you to, you know, tell your side of the story. But I mean, I just think he made it a lot worse. Sometimes sometimes no action and just leaving well enough alone and knowing that your time will come around where you can like, you know, defend yourself, tell the story. 
I feel like that's always the right move to make. Why in the heat of the moment do you ever start digging around on your phone, taking screenshots, and putting these private conversations out for the public to see? I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. I think I think one way or another he's going to strongly regret that in the near future. Well, maybe it's next week. Well, he won't certainly. He didn't release, but no, the fact that he's getting like on on, you know, both ends of this, in you know, watching the playback of the show and in real time. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's kind of like he's getting it from all angles. So. I wouldn't want to be him right now. Let's put it that that way. is for sure. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, uh, my name is Ryan Jones. You can find us always at Bachelor Podcast on all socials. And uh, Matt Munson, thank you for joining us again. A very unique Thanks for having me. experience here uh, that you had on The Bachelor, uh, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Put and- Katie's... Uh- Instagram out there too because everybody should go see the, the new That's true. So, uh, but I do want to say Matt underscore Munson. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, make sure you go and check out because your food dishes just look incredible. Oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, somebody noticed. Of course. How could we not? So, Katie, who, if you've been listening for any length of time, um, has been our main co host here for a while since the beginning. She gave birth to her twins fresh off of last week's. Recording. I actually opened up my phone after we recorded, and uh, I had the text from her husband saying that the babies were here. Cool, very and exciting. Yeah, so it's uh, you can go to at the KP Dubs. The Dubs is for weight. Love that. And uh, so she had two girls, Eleanor Ellie Mary, who's four pounds six ounces, and Riley Catherine, four pounds wow, ten ounces. Wow, great job! With They're the both names. home. Those are beautiful. They're both healthy. They're both happy. She actually just sent me a picture of them sleeping cool. uh, at their doctor's appointment. So um, look at those. I mean, come on. Oh, look wow. at those faces. you got to see these pictures. So go make sure you Beautiful go. Beautiful little girls. Um, and check that out because twins are the best. So uh, at the KP Dubs. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.